in a world of instant gratification, we speak a wisdom to those who are mature, not a wisdom of this age. We proclaim, St. Paul says elsewhere, Christ crucified. We proclaim a message of freedom that is not fulfilled in this life. We, pro- we profess and we proclaim a gospel that will set us free, that will lead to incremental growth and deepening in our love of God and our love of neighbor, and that will be fulfilled in the life to come. We are always future-oriented, not bound to what is here and now. St. Paul tells us in that second reading from today, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard, this God has, what God has prepared for those who love him. In a world of individualism, in a world that says you do you, whatever makes you happy, whatever is going to work for you, we proclaim a message of mercy, of radical gift of self, of conversion. Not a once and for all conversion, but a continuous conversion into the person of Jesus Christ. And that conversion comes about by following His will and fulfilling His commandments of dying to self so as to live for something greater. And the reality is neither one of these messages is an easy sell at any point in human history. Because since the moment of the fall, we've been broken. We search for things and we desire things that are going to lead us away from God. We become, in many ways, shapes and forms, our own God. And yet God calls us nonetheless to proclaim this beautiful message. And we here at St. Paul Catholic Center have a particular privilege to share this message of mercy, of peace, of freedom, of joy that comes about through the gift and conversion of self in Christ Jesus here on the campus of Indiana University. And as a parish, we've decided to do this, admittedly, I say this as the pastor, the one who's made these decisions, in an expensive and inefficient way. Why is that? Because we have created and committed to a culture of personal encounter. Because in this world that is so wrapped up in instant gratification and individualism, and so many of our young people are caught up in their screens and feeling lonely, the most effective means of sharing the gospel is not standing on a street corner on campus and shouting, or simply opening up the doors and expecting them to come, but it's putting out your hand and saying, nice to meet you. I'd like to know your story. I'd like to walk alongside you, and I'd like to invite you into something that will set you free. We have four priests here on staff, five focus missionaries, two interns, and so many volunteers who are serving this community, not because we need all of them in one way, shape, or form, but because we want to invest in those relationships. And it's because of that investment Because of that thing that we're doing that does cost, and at times is inefficient because how can we possibly reach everyone on campus, one person at a time? How can we do that? Well, because we have the audacity of faith and hope. That if I reach one person and that person reaches one person very quickly, the gospel is like fire spreading throughout campus, spreading throughout our hearts, changing our lives, changing everyone 
around us. And in a few days, or actually next weekend, we're going to have two people received into the church who were met not because of what we do here. They didn't want to be here. But because of what we do out there on campus. One of our missionaries got ice cream and said hello to the woman serving her. She's coming into the church. She was just scooping ice cream. Not thinking about being Catholic. In fact, she said to me a couple weeks ago, she said, Father, before I met that missionary, since the time I turned 14, I was lonely and depressed and sad. And that woman built a relationship with me that has given me freedom and peace and joy. And just this week, I heard of one of our a young men who's coming on campus who, uh, I, I think he just got engaged or so, was moving in that direction and actively avoiding the conversation around converting for his marriage to the Catholic Church. And he's walking to class one day, and he sees Father Simon sitting there smiling on campus, praying with people, waving, being Father Simon. And what did he do? He walked to the other side of the street. Well, then he came back out and he saw Father Simon. What other church, what other parish is willing to invest the time of a valuable resource of a priest on campus just to be there? with no agenda, just to build relationships. And all of these things are made possible by your support. And when we go out there, when we do this work, we are all doing it together. There is no Father Patrick, there is no Father Simon, there is no the names of all of our missionaries and interims. It is all of us collectively bringing the gospel, bringing the freedom and the peace and the joy to these people. And your support, spiritually and financial makes it possible for us to do that and for us to continually grow our ministry. In a time when the gospel seems less attractive, we have been most effective in bringing Jesus to campus and in changing lives. 